Hey, what's up, family? Welcome to Season 5 of the Struggles of Life podcast, finding purpose in the midst of your struggles, and I'm your host, Robert Claiborne. You know what? Let's let's scratch that. Let's scratch that. Let's run that back. Let's run that back. Welcome, family. Welcome to the Struggles of Life podcast, finding purpose in the midst of your struggles, and I'm your brother, Robert Claiborne. Yeah, I, I like that better. They have a better ring. It just, it feels different. Like y'all family, we family, you know what I mean? We've been doing it for a few years now. So, uh, yeah. Um, so this is season five of, um, a new series that we're in named created with a purpose episode 12. And this one is called don't complain. God is with you. All right. So, um, Last week, we read Genesis 37 on the story of Joseph, all right? And I also, you know, um, gave you guys some, uh, just a little bit of homework. Um, if, if you were if you were interested, that is, um, and that was, you know, read a few chapters uh, leading up to Genesis 37 so you can have a full understanding of... Um, um, of where it all started, you know, from, you know, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and understanding, you know, uh, kind of like their walk with God and their relationship with them, and also uh, talking about um, Joseph's brothers, how he, you know, basically, um, he had, I think, I want to say 11 brothers, or it was 11 brothers total, I think. I get a, I get them confused. And how all of them uh, was basically, not all of them was, um, was from the same woman. They, like, only, like, I think it was him, Reuben, and I want to say it was one other brother um, that was from um, Israel, basically Jacob's. Um, first love, or shall I say, not first love, I would say, um, um, the woman of his dreams, the one he fell in love with, like just off first sight. I, um, so, and yeah, so, um, yeah, so here we are. We're going to read Genesis 39, Genesis chapter 39, um, yeah, Genesis chapter 39. And again, this is called Don't Complain, God is with you. And as I read, it would maybe it'll start making sense to you from where the title comes from, but we'll talk a bit um talk a bit on it afterwards. All right. So Joseph, oh yeah, remember the end of 37. We're skipping 38. So that's your homework is to read. Uh, matter of fact, that's our homework to read uh, Genesis 38 because it's been it's been a long while since I read um, the book of Joseph. Since the last time I did, um, I studied for it and, you know, because I was doing a sermon on it um, on my uh, social media. And I think that was, man, I think that was back in 2020, 2019 or 2020. I did a series um, um, on this. Um, so, but other than that, like that was the last time I read the book of um, Joseph and like still to this day, um, I believe this is my my um, 
I'm sorry, story of Joseph. So I, I, I this is definitely my, this is obviously, you know, Jesus story is incomparable, you know what I mean? Uh, but definitely uh, the story of Joseph is, is my favorite story in the Bible that I've read yet. I haven't read like all of them, but yeah, definitely because, you know, it, it really, you know, like God really changed my perspective on struggles and helped me understand struggles just from this story alone, you know? So, and it's just kind of how I view things because obviously we all go through struggles, um, you know, throughout life and it helps. Um, so the uh, chapter 38 it talks about uh, their sisters. Let me see. So yeah, so yeah, that's definitely homework because I I don't remember all of you know uh, uh, Genesis thirty eight because I I want to say they had um, maybe like a sister or a couple of sisters. Um, run around in there, uh, but yeah, so yeah, that's our homework, and and you know, if God want me to speak on that whenever we return next week, then I definitely will. But let's go ahead and get started with uh, Genesis 39. Joseph in Potiphar's house, remember, in the 37, you remember his um, his brothers uh, threw him in a pit and then sold, sold him into slavery. And the individuals, I want to say the Midianites sold him to Pharaoh's, which is the king of Egypt, to one of his officers, the captain over the officers. All right. So now Joseph had been taken to Egypt and an Egyptian named Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh and the captain of the guards, bought him from the Ishmaelites. Did I say Midianites? That's why I said I think I wasn't sure. Yeah. Meanwhile, the Midianite sold Joseph in. Yeah, okay, yeah, that was right. So anyway, um, about him from the Ishmaelites who had brought him there. The Lord was with Joseph, and he, you hear that? The first indicator. The Lord was with Joseph. That's why we shouldn't complain, because God is with us. And he became a successful man serving in the household of the Egyptian master. When his master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord made everything he did successful, Joseph found favor with his master and became his personal attendant. Potiphar also put him in charge of his household and placed all that he owned under his authority. From the time that he put him in charge of his household and, all, and of all that he owned, the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house because of Joseph. The Lord's blessing was on all that he owned in his house and in his fields. He left all that he owned under Joseph's authority. He did not concern himself with anything except the food he ate. Now, Joseph was well built and handsome. After some time, his master's wife looked longly, longingly at Joseph and said, sleep with me. But he refused. Look, he said to his master's wife, with me here, my master does not concern himself with anything in his house. And he has put all that he owns under my authority. 
No one in this house is greater than I am. He was withheld. He has withheld nothing from me except you because you are his wife. So how could I do this immense evil and how could I sin against God? Character, integrity, integrity, men and women of integrity. Remember, God is God is he's he's developing in Joseph. He's developing Joseph through the the trials and the struggles uh, that he's going through in his journey in his life same as he desire and does with us especially when we allow him although she spoke to joseph day after day he refused to go to bed with her no now one day he went into the house to do his work and none of the household servants were there she grabbed him by his garment and said, sleep with me. But leaving his garment in her hand, he escaped and ran outside. When she saw that he had left his garment with her and had ran outside, she called her household servants. Look, she said to them, my husband brought a Hebrew man to make fools of us. He came to me so he could sleep with me and I screamed as loud as I could. When he heard me screaming for help, he left his garment beside me and ran outside. She put Joseph's garment, garment beside her until his master came home. Then she told him the same story. The Hebrew slave you brought to us came to make a fool of me. But when I screamed for help, he left, he left his garment beside me and ran outside. When his master heard the story his wife told him, these are the things your slave did to me. He was furious and had him thrown into, into prison where the king's prisoners were confined so joseph was there in prison now these are what i call detours right so he was in his father's home he was thrown into a pit and then there the waking of the detours first detour he was sold into slavery. And then he was detoured from the individuals that he was sold to. Now my man, he's he's in the household. Uh, he, he's in Potiphar's household. That was like the detour. And then it's like now God placed him under Potiphar's roof. Right. And then with that event taking place with his wife, then there he was detoured again. Now he's in prison. God, oftentimes God creates detours in our lives. Like when we think when everything is going perfect, it couldn't go any better. Then all of a sudden something happens. Whatever that something is, I know you can relate. We all can relate because it's just part of life. There's a detour. But see, the thing is, what God told me years ago, I think, what, maybe back in 2014, like the detours, they're already there. 
the roadblocks, they're already there along the journey. But we place roadblocks in front of the roadblocks that's already set before us when we lean on our own, our own understanding, when we make decisions based on what we think, feel, and what we want to do. Like we place roadblocks in front of the roadblocks that's already there that's to detour us to where he's relocating us to. So here it is. Joseph is in prison. I'm going to read this and then this is going to conclude verse thir uh, chapter 39. But the Lord was with Joseph. You hear that? The second time. For it's in Potiphar's house. The Lord was with Joseph. Now here, here it is, verse 21 of 39, uh, under the powerful um, subtitle, Joseph in prison. But the Lord was with Joseph. The very first thing it said. The Lord is with us in our trials. He's with us in our storms. He's with us when we're going through the struggles of life. So you might be in a place where where it's, it's, it's bad for you right now or difficult, challenges. You might be dealing with some struggles right now in, in this season of your life. Be encouraged because just like Joseph, God is with you. He's also doing something inside of you. He's growing and developing you through these struggles and trials that you're going through because he know he have a plan for you. He's preparing you for the purpose, for the um, palace of your purpose because you're not ready for that yet. I'm not ready for that yet. So right now we still have to go through the weird, wilderness, wilderness of our purpose. And that's the different detours and and, you know, the delays and so on and so forth. That's why it's very important for us to be obedient, walk in obedience to his will. So we won't continue to put roadblocks in front of the roadblocks that he already has in place along our journey because it's there to detour us. We don't want to continue to prolong the process. That's why we must submit to his will. And surrender, surrender our lives to him. But the Lord was with Joseph and extended kindness to him. He granted him favor with the prison warden. Again, there it is again. Not only the Lord was with him, but because the Lord was with him, now he then got favor with the prison warden, just like he did with Potiphar. So what happened? The warden put all the prisoners who were in the prison under Joseph's authority, and he was responsible for everything that was done there. The warden did not bother with anything under Joseph's authority because the Lord was with him and the Lord made everything that he did successful. Again, again, that's repeated, but in, in, this, in this particular event, Right. So not only is God dealing with his character, I would I I think, because remember in the beginning when he was telling the brothers, look, I had a dream and then I had another dream. Basically, all y'all was bowing down to me. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's easy to take that from that context, right? So if that was the case, we definitely know that God is dealing with his character right now because my man was coming off arrogant or he, it could be taken as he was coming off arrogant and, or he was better than them. You know what I mean? Like it could be taken, it, it could be, it could easily be taken that way. And if that's the case, we definitely, definitely know God is dealing with his character because of what he's planning to do in the palace of his purpose. You know what I mean? Like, okay, so if that's the case, dealing with his character, and also he's preparing him. So he first he had to simp be able he have to be able to sympathize because of what he's God's going to entrust him to do in the palace of his purpose. And then now he have to he have to prepare Joseph Ford. So he's putting him, he's putting him in position, just like in Potiphar's house. And also just like in, in, uh, while in prison, he's preparing him for position because he know the position that he have planned for him in the palace of his purpose. For I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord plans to prosper you, not to harm you plans to bring you hope and a future. That's Jeremiah 29, 11. So he's, he's preparing Joseph in his storms of life. Now we're going to we're going to talk a little bit more about that next week. All right. Um, uh, or shall I say in the weeks to come. But that's to conclude. Today's episode. Don't complain. Because God is with you. And obviously he had reverence for God. And also he have a relationship with God because it's kind of hard to have reverence for someone whom you do not have a relationship with. If you go back to, if you go back to when he was talking to Potiphar's wife, he said, this man, my master does not bother his or uh, worry himself with anything that he didn't say worry. I forget what he said, but um, he's like, he, like, basically he said, I cannot. Okay. That's what he said. I do. His master does not concern himself with anything in his house and have placed him over everything in his house. So how could he do such, such a thing against him? And he also said against, against his God, you know what I mean? Like, so there's a relationship there. Therefore, like he have like this reverence for him that he refused to lay down with his wife. So don't complain where you are because God is with you. Where you are right now, seek to grow in a relationship with Jesus Christ. Seek to build that relationship with him. Spend time with him. Carve out scheduled time to spend with him and honor that time by being there when you say you're going to be there. By spending that time with him as you promise. 
and continue to seek him every single day where you are because God has brought you to this place because he's taking you somewhere, but he, he need to do something in this season of your life. And perhaps that main thing is to put you in a situation to where, whether it's dealing with your character, he's definitely, he's definitely preparing you, but most importantly, so you can begin to seek him for a stronger and more intimate relationship with him. And that's what this season is about. Take this time to honor that and begin to grow in the grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ. Getting to know him. Take him with you. Oftentimes we say amen after praying and then it's like, okay, wherever we say amen at, that's where we leave him. We pray before we leave home. Amen. And then we don't talk to him no more throughout the day until it's time to lay it down. And we pray before we go to sleep. We left my man at the crib. No, let's take him with us throughout the day. Have conversations with him throughout the day. As if you're talking to someone who's physically there. It's much easier because he's with you every split second of the day. You can always speak to him. And he and he and he's always there available to speak back to you. So take him with you every, everywhere you go. Talk to him everywhere you go. And I get it. I mean, it's kind of hard to like be locked in like that. Like, you know, with working, you have to focus on that and stuff like that. It, you know, like it's, it's a process, but there's also a start and that start is now. Let's close Heavenly Father. Thank you for this time, this fellowship, this opportunity to come together in your name. I pray that you speak to each and every one of us from this story regarding to where we are in our in our lives right now in our circumstances situations struggles even if we're on our mountaintop still speak to us where we are individually to where because you know what you know what our heart desires but you also know what your purpose and your will for our lives i ask that you will speak to us and give us clarity and understanding where we are in this situation in our lives right now. And not only we ask that you would to encourage us in this time, but also show us the way in this time, give us your wisdom in this time and open yourself up to us in this time. Give us true access to you in this time. But I also understand it comes when we seek you and seek you diligently. So I pray that right now we make up the decision, make up our minds to seek you diligently, not expecting anything, but just wanting and desiring a relationship with you, Father, with you, Lord. So as we close, we ask that you would be with us, watch over us, protect us, cover us, heal us, restore us, and deliver us from what we're in. Although it may not be right now at this split second, 
even though you can, but only if you choose to prepare a way for us. So when that time come, prepare within us. So when that time come, it'll be ready. We'll be ready and we can walk right through following you, Jesus. And we give you the honor, praise and glory as always, not because of what you have done, not because of what you are doing and not because of what you will do in our lives just simply for who you are. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. My brothers and sisters, you know, we come together to get through and grow together because at the beginning and ending of reality, your struggles are my struggles. Be well. I love you greatly. Know that you got this. Know you are created with a purpose. And right now, it's time for us all to answer the call, begin walking in our calling while living out our purpose. In Jesus' name, I love you guys. Stay blessed. Peace.